Hello, hello, and welcome to the second season and episode 21 of the Creating Happy Writers podcast. I'm your host, Steph Caswell, and I'm thrilled you're tuning in for today's episode. This podcast is for non-fiction writers who are looking to write a book in their niche to showcase their expertise and take their business to the next level. If that's you, then hurrah, you're in the right place, because nothing can elevate your brand, your business, or you like a book can. So if you're about to start your writing journey or you're already on it, you are so welcome in the Happy Writers community. Let's dive into today's episode, all about writing goals. If you're an aspiring or even established author, setting writing goals is often cited as the only chance you have to succeed. But what if the gurus are wrong? What if setting rigid writing goals actually hinders your chance of writing your book? or even puts you off altogether. Now, I used to be a dedicated goal setter. Every December, I'd spend hours writing goals for the year ahead, breaking them down into quarterly, monthly, and eventually weekly targets. These included my writing goals, whether publishing my next non-fiction book or working on my children's novel. Writing always featured heavily. But these also included my business goals, as writing and my business are so heavily intertwined. Every January, I'd have anticipation about the year ahead, excitement mixed with a tinge of overwhelm. As the weeks and months went on, I did everything you're supposed to do. So I set out my writing goals each day, weekly and monthly reflections on how I was progressing. I broke everything down into bite-sized steps. But nothing seemed to be working. Yes, I'd be making incremental steps, but my bigger aspirations just never fell into place. Whenever I didn't reach a goal I'd set for myself, it crushed my self-esteem and belief in my success and my business. It felt more like logging my failures than my successes. Maybe you've experienced something similar. In December 2021, I decided I'd had enough. I didn't want 2022 to be another year where I kept berating myself. Something had to change. And by chance, I had a wonderful conversation with my coach at the time, Emma Jeffries, aka Action Woman, and I told her how I felt. And we talked about something that ultimately changed everything. Rather than setting harsh, prescriptive goals which made me feel rubbish, she suggested orienting myself to a destination, a sense of where I wanted to go with my business and letting go of how I got there. So for the first time, I set no rigid goals. I simply set my intention and let things move in the right direction making decisions based on whether it would take me further towards the ultimate destination. And I will tell you something, dear listener, 2022 was the best year of my life, both in my business and my writing. I achieved more in 12 months than in the last five years combined. And it's not through more effort. It was simply freeing myself from the constraints of controlling how things worked out. 2022 saw a finished children's novel, publication of my sixth non-fiction book, Dare to Write. I mentored 10 fantastic female writers on their book writing journeys. 
I did some developmental editing and manuscript appraisals for self-published and traditionally published authors. I joined the team at Jessica Kate Brown as an associate developmental editor and ghostwriter. I was part of a team that launched a Sunday Times bestseller. I regularly did blog writing for a range of small businesses. I had podcast interviews and guest blog posts. I delivered masterclasses about writing, including a paid masterclass of my own. And so much more. It was a year of immense growth and at times discomfort, but it boosted both my business and my writing. That conversation with Emma changed my life. So what has this taught me? And how can it help you with your writing goals? I don't say any of this to brag. I say it to show you that if you struggle with goal setting, why not try a different approach? Align yourself with where you want to go and say yes to opportunities that move you in that direction. But what does that look like in practice? Indeed, if you have no writing goals, will anything ever get done? Well, and to be perfectly frank, unless you sit your butt in the chair and write, you can have all the writing goals you'll ever need and you still won't finish your book. However, when it comes to big goals, such as publication, it's about relinquishing the minutiae of exactly how it will pan out for you. Other people's timelines and objectives will be different to yours. Just because you want to find an agent immediately doesn't mean an agent can look at your work right there and then. You may well be waiting a month or more. Yes, be organised. Approach editors, cover designers, agents, etc. within plenty of time of when you hope your book will be published, but let go of controlling the exact trajectory your writing will take. Avoid being demanding just because it's not working out as you want it to. And that goes for the demands you place on yourself too. We're often harsher on ourselves than we are on others. So be kind to yourself about this journey and relax into it. Believe this will happen when it's meant to. And as the famous quote says, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. I honestly believe that small goals are the best way forward. So if you've got big writing goals, great. Okay, I have big writing goals. And like I said, after my conversation with Emma, I orientated myself towards those goals, but I didn't think to myself, I have to know the exact journey I'm about to go on. I had to relinquish control. And for somebody like me, that's really, really hard. But actually, on reflection, relinquishing that control was the best decision I ever made. So instead of thinking all the time about the big goals, try to think in smaller goals. So these are the ones that are going to move your writing forward and that you have some control over. So when I said to you about agents or how you're going to be published or when you're exactly you're going to be published, you don't really have all the control over those decisions, do you? Because it's how other people are, well, those journeys that they're on or where they are in that particular time in their lives. So like an agent might not have the time in their diary at that moment to look at your manuscript they might not have any openings and that's not in your control okay what's in your control is the stuff that you can do on a day-to-day -day basis to keep moving in the direction you want to go the only way I finish my children's book and the six books I've written previously is to set small daily writing goals 
uh, you can learn more about this uh, in episode four where I talk about tiny habits. And you know, these are tiny things you can do every day and it's the consistency that matters. It comes down to setting yourself small daily word count targets so that you are moving your book and yourself in the right direction. I've written all my books using this strategy. So I either have a daily word count target, say 500 or 1,000 words, depending on the project I'm working on, or I have a daily time slot, so 30 minutes from 7 till 7.30 in the morning. Anything that feels manageable and allows me to make that incremental progress is the answer. So I log each session on a spreadsheet because it's really motivating for me to see the numbers creep up, the progress I'm making, and, you know, in all essence, I'm just a little bit of a spreadsheet geek. Um, So if you've got an idea of what you want to do with your first draft, here's a simple way to work out how many words you should try to do each day to achieve it. So let's assume you're self-publishing and you can write your book in 10 weeks. For mathematical ease, it's going to be 30,000 words long. Find a date in 10 weeks as a target to complete your draft. Now, remember what I said with these big goals. Give yourself a target, give yourself a deadline, yes, but don't be absolutely rigidly stuck to that date. However, set yourself something as a target date. Make a note of it, put it up on a sticky note in your writing area, put it in your diary, put it in your phone calendar, whatever you need to do to get the date in your head. Now, if that's in 10 weeks from now, the the book's going to be 30,000 words long, you will need to write 3,000 words per week. So decide how many days per week you'll commit to writing. So let's say it's five days per week. You'll therefore need to write 600 words a day. Now, things are far more manageable. You can split your writing into two sprints per day. So you might have two sprints of 300 words each, or you might sit down and do 600 words completely in one go. But actually, when you look at it like that, it should give you a sense of relief. It should give you a sense of, you know, opportunity and success Because when you think I've got to write 30,000 words, it's super overwhelming. When you think I'm going to sit down today and I'm going to write 600 words, everything seems more manageable and it's no longer this behemoth of a project that you're trying to control. So I believe that that is the way you should move forward with your writing goals. Set small ones, set yourself a daily target, set yourself maybe if a daily target seems too much, set yourself a weekly target, but give yourself time to write each day or each week, but don't make it about the final goal about publication. Make it about today's thing, today's word count, and that shall hopefully give you a sense of relief. But be kind to yourself. If your daily word count is 500 words and you only write 373, it's still a success. 373 words are better than no words or even 372 if you're being pedantic. But log them on your spreadsheet, pat yourself on the back, and then have a gin and tonic. If you are someone like me who looks at what everyone else is doing, I think we all do it, thank you social media, it's very tempting to look at everyone else's goals and think that you should be doing things in a particular way. Okay, I've just given you some advice and I'm saying you should try this. Of course, you don't have to, you can ignore me completely and you can carry on with just thinking about the big stuff. So 
All I'm encouraging you to do is think what's best for you. But setting goals is a personal thing. You don't have to do it in the way the gurus, the books, the courses, the myriad people on social media tell you. Just find something that works for you. Relax into the process like I did. I took my hands off the wheel and I just did small steps every day. And it truly was the best thing I ever did for my writing and for my business. I really hoped you enjoyed today's episode about writing goals. Hopefully you feel inspired to let go of the need to know exactly how things will pan out and you just trust the process. Before you turn off, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a review on your favourite podcast platform. Much like book reviews, podcast reviews can make all the difference in getting more listeners and spreading the Creating Happy Writers message. And if you know another writer who'd enjoy these episodes, do share it with them too. You can also give me a shout out on social media using the hashtag Creating Happy Writers. If you'd like to connect, you can find me at stephcaswell.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Creating Happy Writers. If you'd like further support to write a book in your niche, you can buy a copy of my book, Dare to Write, How to Confidently Write a Non-Fiction Book to Grow Your Business, which takes you on the journey from initial idea to publication. You can also join the community by subscribing to my fortnightly newsletter, The Right Stuff, full of advice and ideas about writing and publishing. All links are in the show notes. So until next time, happy writing.